What is up, members of the Izone, and welcome back to another episode of Impact Izone, your one and only source for Michigan State men's hoops. Back at it again. I told you we were going to do it a live episode from Madison Square Garden, as always. I'm your host, Julian Mitchell, alongside Joe Danger and Trent Bally. We're here. We're still at Madison Square Garden. It's like 1 a.m. They're literally tearing the court apart about 10 floors below us. We're at the top level, the 10th floor, you know, doing it big in Madison Square Garden. Uh, Michigan State just fell to Kentucky, 69-62, the final score for Madison Square Garden, the Champions Classic, the second game uh, tonight following Duke in Kansas. And Joe, Trent, getting into this game, breaking it down, looking at everything that went down. I think the biggest storyline is Tyrese Maxey and his play tonight, 26 points for the freshman. He put it on Michigan State, the team that uh, was hoping that he would come to East Lansing and play for them. He instead goes to Kentucky, plays for the Wildcats, and drops 26 in his collegiate debut to lead the Wildcats to a victory. I mean, yeah, Tyrese Maxey. That three that he hit, it was about four or five feet behind the three-point line. Was I mean, obviously it was the biggest shot of the night. Shot clock was winding down. You thought he might pass it away, but what an aggressive play by the freshman, really, in that moment. I mean, to hit that shot, it was massive because it came on I me. Mean, I believe it was like right after, right before the Arns missed that three. That would have really made it a game late. And I mean, he is just – he really showed 26 off the bench. He showed – the country a lot not just everybody else but he showed the country a lot not just the people here at the garden I mean and Maxi, what a kid I mean Izzo was raving about him after the game saying you know what a great kid just saying because he knows the family knows the player what a great kid and what a great player you know he said he for someone to have a good game like that it did happen to a good person too so really Maxi just balling out when you look at this game I there's there's two tales of the tape one might say. There's the Kentucky side of Maxi going off, dropping 26 off the bench as a freshman, which is just phenomenal. Um, Coach Calpari in his press conference just raving about this kid. And then if you're Michigan State, it's all about the turnovers and the foul trouble. And, and you know, some of that you can attribute to maybe a lack of a favorable whistle or things like that. But Xavier Tillman gets in foul trouble early. Aaron Henry gets in foul trouble early. It's hard to get things rolling. You know, Cassius Winston didn't even hit double digits, I think, until about the, the three-minute mark in the uh, in the first half. So it was a tough game for the Spartans just in that aspect because, look, if Maxie doesn't drop 26 points off the bench, the Spartans still probably win that game, even with all their turnovers and the woes with the whistle. So you can't hang your head if you're Michigan State. You gotta look at you gotta look at the tape. You gotta look at things. You gotta get better. Obviously, there's things to clean up, but there's a lot of positives from this win too. You look at the depth going forward. Marcus Bingham turned in a, a pretty good performance. Um, yeah, four rebounds off the bench. Or excuse me, six rebounds off the bench. Seven points. Thomas Kithier also adding seven points in his first start. Rocket Watts went scoreless, but Coach Izzo was very complimentary of him, saying they kind of put him in a tough situation. On defense, tough assignments. A lot of things to look at if you're the Spartans, but you can't hang your head about this one just because of the circumstances. It was a tough game against a good team, and one player in particular stepped up that you weren't necessarily prepared for. Yeah, and I think you're right, Trent. It's a very, very good Kentucky team, and they showed up and showed out today in Madison Square Garden. Before moving on to Michigan State, one last thing I want to touch on with the Wildcats was I thought they played 
phenomenally defensively. I think one of the biggest things coming in uh, was their length and their versatility and their ability to guard. And I thought they all guarded very well. You look at some of the guards, Emmanuel Quickly, uh, Tyrese Maxey, they all guarded very, very well on ball, especially on Cassius Winston. They did a great job of uh, showing on ball screens, eliminating views for Cassius Winston to find players open to get to the rim. And I thought defensively, their performance was pretty much the calling card of this big win. The offense, while Maxi was great overall as a team, wasn't too great, but the defense was the thing that sealed the deal for me um, and showed kind of why the Wildcats were able to leave this game victorious. No, that Wildcat defense was really just harassing, especially Hagens. And Maxi and Hagens are both really strong defensively, but Richards playing tonight, I think really down the stretch, just having that big body in there. And E.J. Montgomery played very well defensively too, I thought. But having Richards in that paint, just a big body to get in there. We talked about Kithier and his rebounding. He might not have had the numbers, but just getting a body on people. Um, Richards provided that for Kentucky. And I thought that he did a very good job of just being a presence in the paint. I thought Kentucky as a whole played really well defensively. And even when they were up six or seven late in that game, they were putting on the full-court press. They were, they were making that team. They were forcing the team into turnovers, forcing Michigan State into turnovers that they couldn't afford to make, but they still did. It was huge. The defense was big, and Trent, going to you, focusing more on the Michigan State side now, like you said, foul trouble was the biggest issue for the Spartans. It happened early on, took out guys like Aaron Henry, who didn't get to play as big of a factor in the first half. And for you, one thing for me that this showed was while Michigan State does have depth and they do have players, those players aren't necessarily ready to take that next step. You look at a Malik Hall, who had to play uh, a bunch of minutes tonight at that four slot, didn't necessarily look up to play yet. Yeah, Rocket Watts gets into the starting lineup. Didn't necessarily look ready to perform yet. From you, what did you see from not just those freshman core, but guys who haven't really had these type of minutes and necessarily weren't ready for a game as big as Kentucky to start out? I think it was a combination of a couple things, but the first thing you have to look at is it is factually is the first game of the season. There's going to be some rust. There's going to be some jitters. That's just how things go. Um, obviously, we saw against Albion, the Spartans blew them out, but they were supposed to. And we didn't see some things that we thought maybe we would see, you know, very inefficient shooting, things like that. But in terms of this game, just in terms of foul trouble, I believe there was eight of the 11 Spartans who got minutes in the first half had at least one foul at, at halftime and five had two or more. So it was just, it, it was ridiculous the amount of whistles that were being called and maybe, you know, that's out of the, the Spartans' hands or something. Time as alluded to that after the game. But I think you look at this team and, and going against Binghampton uh, on Sunday, you're going to have to polish a few things up and get ready quick and, and turn it around quick because the schedule doesn't get much easier. You're playing Seton Hall, you're playing Duke, and then you know you go right into the Big Ten where it's like it's 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 fight or flight, and you got to be able to play fundamentally sound basketball without fouling too much, without turning the ball over. And this this uh, this squad, like you said, Julian, it is deep, but these players aren't necessarily ready to take that step. So they have to use these next. It's, it's a quick learning curve, in other words, for the Spartans. And you're exactly right, Trent. I think that says a lot about it. It's going to be a quick learning curve, like you said. Sunday, being Hampton, uh, will come to town. Michigan State will have to fix up some issues before them, and especially with the Gavit tip-off games coming up that Thursday with Seton Hall, a big team. They got a big win uh, today as well. They have to figure out how to win that game and put it all together. Any last thoughts before we head out of Madison Square Garden? I was gonna. I don't know what happened to that guy who was shooting the stand up on the floor as they were taking it apart but I kind of wonder if he ever was able to get it in. 
the guy down on the floor of the garden. For those, because listening to this, you probably have no idea. It's hard for me to paint the picture, but that's all I got. <laughs> Thank you for your final thoughts about the man who was doing the stand-up. Trent, any final thoughts before we leave the garden? Um, I'll, I'll comment on that. Madison Square Garden is ruthless in, the, in a very good way, uh, very best way possible. They do a very good job here. They take care of us. Um, had to pay $8 for a medium meal. Not too happy about that. But other than that, everything was great. Um, I, I want to add on, too, is that the uh, we might have had probably the craziest taxi driver on our way from LaGuardia in Queens to uh, our hotel on 8th Avenue, Manhattan. So, shout out him for getting us there in one piece, but... I almost thought I wasn't going to make it there in one piece. All jokes aside, it was a fun trip. Thank you, Impact, for sending us on this trip. Thank you all, listeners, members of the Izzone, as Julian calls you, for coming along with us. Thanks for keeping up with us. It was a fun game. Um, obviously, some would have hoped for a different outcome for the Spartans, but they're going to use this, and it's going to be a, it's, it's, there's still a lot of season to play. Exactly right. Big learning curve for the Spartans. Big game coming up on Sunday against Binghampton. They'll have to figure out all their issues, and we're going to have to figure out some of ours. We're going to leave New York City, New York, New York. Spread the news. Uh, we're leaving tomorrow, but uh, once again, just to summarize what everyone has said, big thanks to Impact for sending us out. It was a great time. The Champions Classic, a wonderful event. It was great to be here. We got to hang out, go to Central Park, sleep on some rocks for a little bit, and then uh, cover what turned out to be a pretty exciting game here. Uh, once again Michigan State falls 69-62 to the Kentucky Wildcats in this game uh, once again Kentucky gets the victory in the Champions Classic that's going to be it from Madison Square Garden I'm Julian Mitchell alongside Joe Dantron and Trent Bally and we will see you all back at East Lansing